Welcome to the Inspired Purpose Podcast. We rise by lifting others. Pastor Joanne Eisenhart. Joanne is one of the founding pastors of True North Church, now in Mulca Hill in Collingswood, New Jersey. Pastor Joanne is a wife, mom, to eight children, and as of last week, grandmother to 25 beautiful grandkids. Ooh, yeah. 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 How wonderful that is. That yeah, is. and they're all local to her, which is amazing too. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. She's also an author, right? Yeah. And we are so excited to have you here today, but, um, and learn everything that you have going on. You have a lot. So, but let's get caught up first. Okay, sounds good. So I think what's going on for me, I think everybody, uh, if you've listened previously, you know that I had elbow surgery right after Christmas. And my physical activity has been extremely limited and very frustrating for me. But I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm able to start really consistently working out again. And so I'm kind of just, you know, finishing my one nutrition course, my primal nutrition course, and diving into uh, self-care big time. Good. You know. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear that that's this yeah. is the journey right now where you're at. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because when you can have surgery, you know, you're like, how am I ever going to be normal again? Am yeah. I ever going to yeah. be able to do the things that I want to do again? You know? And, and that's the thought, the thing mm-hmm. that I think, you know, we hear, you know, yeah, you're going to have PT, you're going to have pain pills, you know, you're going to be in pain, but the mm-hmm. mental side of healing is the part that isn't addressed by many. Mm-hmm. And then when you're going through it, when you're on the outside of it afterwards, you're like, wow, that was tough. Like yeah. that yeah. part that, you know, my body's not functioning. To, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, I went from working out at your wonderful gym, right. Mm-hmm. And feeling so strong and so powerful and so empowered by those workouts to realizing that I was going to have to have surgery yeah. on my right arm. What a mm-hmm. crucial part of my body so to go from that state of mind into the state right. of mind post-surgery when you wake up and you're in a cast from your knuckle to your shoulder um Night really I, yeah. I'm pretty like resilient and it really got me it really yeah. got me yeah. um and then you know my job of course at the salon um you know mm-hmm. would I be able to return to that and I, I have with my three day a week schedule um but the working out really scared me and I know that I'm going to have some limitations but I see every week there's progress compared to the week before that's so awesome. Um, and, but the mental part of that is sure. definitely yeah. something. Yes, sure. it absolutely so, is. I'm excited about that. Mm. All right. So last night at midnight, I actually submitted my first edit for the book, Women Who Rise. Woo-hoo! And I'm very proud of myself because I actually did it on my own without any assistance. <laughs> you didn't come over and No, <laughs> no. Although I was planning on screenshotting it, sending it to her for advice. Um, so some of you that don't know. Amy actually helped me with writing out um, my chapter in Women Who Rise, and I'm truly grateful for her every day for doing that. I struggle with uh, reading and writing still as an adult, so it's it's something mm, that, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, and then to admit it, too, you know, mm-hmm. that's another thing. So I did that on my own. I'm sure there's going to be stuff that comes back, but I'm very proud of myself for doing that. So um, that's the next step. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. So I have this big competition coming up. I'm leaving tomorrow. And with everything that's going on with the coronavirus, they have made some major adjustments. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, and maybe it's because I've been in sport my whole life, that things happen. Mm -hmm. And while change isn't fun and it isn't easy, I still get to compete. So they took away spectators. They're doing it for the protection of the well-being because there's 250,000 people that come to Columbus from all over the world. Wow, I didn't know that. 
Yes, there's 100,000 athletes and 250,000 people. So that's there's 100, so... There's 100,000 athletes. That's up, yes. Just wow. Like, is this a CrossFit event? So I'm competing in weightlifting, yeah, but this is the Arnold Sports Festival. So he started the classic with the bodybuilding, right? Mm-hmm. So the figure contest. But then it evolved into, like, they have arm wrestling, they have wrestling, they have gymnastics, oh. they have weightlifting, they have... Um, Just different categories. Uh, what's the that. jousting, they have fencing, they have everything. Yeah. Everything you could possibly imagine. So it, like, and I was excited. They have the strong, the strong man which I love watching. Yeah. Um, you I was, still be able to do some of that, right? No. Yeah. So there's no specters. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Yeah. So okay. like I had received a pass for being an athlete to go do, to see all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I was very excited. This, it, you know, this is my jam. This is yeah, what yeah. I love. Unfortunately, this is the circumstance, but we still get to compete and there's some rules in place. And, and it's interesting to me on, from like a psychological side to see the reaction of adults attacking other adults that are in charge. And I'm just like watching this going, my instinct is to protect them, right? Because I'm like, wait a minute, he's doing this job and he is answering. There's 144 comments on Instagram and he is answering all of them to the best of his ability. And I'm just, I respect that. Is it a great situation? No. But at the end of the day, no, No, they don't. Even and, if it's in their highest good. Yes. And there's a rule that they put in that I've known about since I've been a coach that you register. So I registered as a coach in case we had another athlete coming. Some of these coaches, like, without this rule, you could come, like, I could give you a pass to come back if you wanted to load my bar for me, whatever. Yeah. Well, so to keep the control on the, the amount of people they're letting in there and to keep the competition running because it is an Olympic qualifier qualifier for the olympic hopefuls yes. oh, okay. so like they need to keep it running mm-hmm. um that you have to be a registered coach in order to come in well there are some people that have coaches that aren't registered but oh. the cool part is is weightlifting's awesome and everyone's stepping up saying i'm I'll registered help I'll, I'll help, help you, you. and oh, you'll wow. see ev- so oh, I'm, nice. I'm excited to see that because this sport one thing they do is they take care of each other and like, and in most sports, but people are like, hey, listen, this is the situation. It stinks. Like, my friend's coming from Cincinnati. Yeah. She can't come watch me. She's like, hey, I get to see you. Oh, Perfect reaction. Like, like the, yeah, there's yeah. there's not much we can do at this like point. The best of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we, I still get to compete. So at yeah, the end yeah. of it, it's what I was going there for. It's a qualifier for Worlds for me. That's why I'm going. Who's going with you? Mike. Mike is going mm-hmm. with you. Okay. Mike yeah. Is your and he's registered. And coach. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's cool. awesome. So to be a registered coach, you have to have a background check. You have to take some tests. Like, so people try to kind of circumvent that at these bigger events, which I understand that's your choice, but this is, they warned you, like Mm -hmm. you should register Mm -hmm. now that, you know, and and again, it's changed and it's just interesting to me. But on the flip side, seeing everyone kind of like all the posts now coming out, hey, I'll coach you. Hey, I'll coach you. These top level coaches that usually charge. It is. I and think that's and awesome because then you're getting awesome. be right. seen by I, and somebody. Awesome. And I said, hey, listen, they're not going to be spectators, so I just get to go lift heavy yeah. and yes. not worry about it. Without all those people staring yes. at you. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking nice. that. Nice. I mean, I'll, like, you know, a little bit selfishly, I was like, oh, well. Like, <laughs> I still get to lift? <laughs> cool. Yeah. So by the so. time this episode airs, this will all be over. It'll yeah. be behind yeah. you. We'll know the results. Yeah. So excited for you. Yep. Lots of work. You have been in the zone. You should have been. is amazing. Yep. I'm ready, ready to go. So that's what tomorrow, I'm going on tomorrow or this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. This yeah, weekend. yep. Uh, I leave tomorrow. I'm driving out there. So, okay. so I still get to see my friend. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. so I haven't seen her in a few years. So it's exciting. Great stuff. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, 
So today's episode, we have Pastor Joanne. So um, I started going to True North in mm-hmm. 2015. So it's been, wow. Five years. Wow. Oh if, I seriously yes. feel like it. Was yeah. Nice. And it was it was your grandson, great grand nephew, George. That George entered, yes. Um, and when I, I remember like kind of running into you a few times and there's something about being around you that just, and it's not anything you say, it's more of your mannerism. You, there's just a faith that comes off and that's something that's so unique. And I always find myself gravitating towards you sometimes like when we're like in the hallway or whatever, but mm-hmm. I was pretty lost and, and didn't really know the history of True North. And there's a lot of things that are coming around the corner for you guys that just happened that's really exciting. So I kind of would like to give everyone maybe a little background of how you and your husband, Pastor Eric, started True North and then see where it came from. Yeah, well, we started in 2006. Um, Our kids were mostly high school and college age at the time, and they were floundering in their faith. And Mm. um, that was one of the reasons we were looking toward doing something like True North. Uh, We wanted a place that was passionate, where people could really um, come to know Christ and grow in that faith. And um, the church that we had been part of was sort of got stuck in a rut like a lot of churches do. They start really on fire, and then over the years they get real traditional, and they don't want to change, and they don't want to meet the next generation's needs. You know, mm-hmm. they want to stay, they're comfortable. And, um, and it wasn't just that, though. It wasn't just like, oh, we decided to do this. God had really put on our heart this vision Honestly, since we were like in our 20s, um, this mm-hmm. vision started getting stronger and stronger in this dream of having um, just a place to introduce people to Christ. It wasn't even so much like, oh, we want, we want to have a church mm-hmm. or we want to be pastors. Um, our heart, my husband and I have just always, we just love the Lord in a way that we just want everyone else to know, you know. And so, um, and I, obviously the best way to do that is to have a place where people can come and be in the presence of God and hear a great message and understand how much God loves them. So, um, yeah, so we just took a giant leap of faith in 2006 and start rented a VFW hall with about 30 people, mostly our family. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. Because <laughs> we have a huge family with um, my husband's one of 11 and oh, wow. nine of his siblings live in the area. So wow. between their family and ours, we had five families that started with us. So, um, wow, and a couple of them were families. So, uh, yeah, we started with a small amount of people, and but we had this vision in our heads of what church looks like today. Wow, and we'll but, get to that in a minute because yeah. that's oh, huge. It's, but it didn't yeah. look like that at all. Like honestly, the first six months, maybe even this first nine months, we had no platform stage at all. Like we had three people leading worship up front with two guitars on the floor. You know, no. No right. platform, no stage, no nothing. And um, I don't know, but it's something that when God places a vision and dream in your heart, like it's just all him. Mm-hmm. It's just all him. Like, honestly, even now looking back, it's been 14 years and we feel like 14 years. I, wow. feel, I feel like God just I feel like this is God's heart. This is his desire. Obviously, he wants people to know him Absolutely. and it's God's desire. And I feel like I'm just along for the ride. You know, like like people say, oh, you're, you know, like people make a big deal and of it's not of maybe my faith, but it's not, I don't really feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, because the Bible says, like, if you delight in the Lord, if you really enjoy your relationship with God, right, and you're seeking him, that he'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. But if you're close, if you're getting closer to the Lord in your relationship with him, I feel like he puts his desires on your heart. 
So sort of your desires become his desires. They all get meshed together. And then so when whatever that desire comes into fruition, I almost feel like it was all him. It was all his grace. can't take away from the fact, though, that you took action on that faith. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, you know, especially women in particular, we do get things put on our heart. Mm -hmm. And fear creeps up and doubt creeps up, um, even the strongest of faith, right? So you said that just so... Effortlessly yeah, so <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, you, but the, yeah, the actions that were taken and the the steps in faith. I guess that's an interesting topic for me mm-hmm. of stepping into that faith fully and really listening and taking action. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know what it's it's there's seasons. There are seasons for things, and um, and they start as a seed, right? A dream or a vision starts as a small seed, and like I said, it started with my husband and I when we were in our twenties. Actually, people had given us prophetic words in our 20s that we would be pastors. And at the time, we were very actively working in the church that we were involved in. And so we just assumed it would be there. Like my husband had his own business for 35 years, and we never received income from a church. Um, But we were very actively involved. And we just were saying, yeah, yeah, it'll be here. We'll just eventually maybe be in leadership here. And and no, God just had a totally different plan. And. But, but getting back to that, it starts as a seed, and then if it's really God and you're staying close in your mm-hmm. relationship with the Lord, it'll just keep growing to the point where in 2006, like, it was so strong. Literally, I could not have not done it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> took the wheel. I, Jesus, take yeah. the wheel. I could it. not have not done it, and I would have gone crazy because it was so strong in, in our spirits that to sit back and not do it. Like, even the little bit of maybe fear or hesitation that was there was was overrun by this strong impression from God, like, mm-hmm. get moving, mm-hmm. do this. I want you to do this mm-hmm. now, you know? Um, my husband was a little, uh, I shouldn't say he was, that he had less faith, but he wanted someone <laughs> else to do it with him, you know? So at the beginning, we had someone else come along and help us the first year, because mm-hmm. uh Pastor Jesse, who is now pastor, was still in school. That's what I was wondering. So who was pastoring? And he wasn't in the beginning. Mm-mm, he was still in school. Okay. Uh, my daughter, Katie, um, who was a really strong influence on us starting also, um, she was in Bible school. She had gone down to Wave College in Virginia. Oh, yeah, she went there. And, That's um, awesome. And Jesse actually was, Pastor Jesse had graduated from Rowan when we started, but he was down at Regent University in Virginia mm-hmm. Beach going um, to get his degree down there in ministry and counseling. So, um, yeah. So my husband and I knew God was telling us to do this. And it was almost like, she's, you know, like, if you, it's sort of like you're even obeying the Lord in the small things. Like, like if, if you feel led to do, like, go pray for someone or do something for someone. And you don't do it. You know that sense of, like, mm. yes. yes. Like, I wish I had done that. Yes. Yeah. And then the sense of joy that you get when you do do it. You're like, that was awesome. I'm so glad I did that. Yes. So, you know, I guess having a lifetime of those smaller things of being obedient to the Lord, you just know, I got to do this because it is a God thing. And on the other side, it's going to be worth any fear or tension that we had in doing it and taking that step. Oh, sure. Definitely. It's, it's so beautiful to see, though, too, like how much your entire family is involved, but like just that entire transition, like you're saying now, where it is today and with Jesse and, and you guys still being so strongly a part of all that. Yeah. And then with the message now in churches, we prayed for that, right? Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. 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 And it's just, just to see everything that you're saying now and to just see where you guys are today. Yeah. Oh, my. It's just, yeah. and I'm oh, gonna my goodness. And I'm going to say that, and I know that this is not for 
um, this is all for God and all of that. that but there, there's nobody in Gloucester County, I don't think, who hasn't heard of Trinity Church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I work in a salon, and people come in, and it's, everybody has heard and is curious about Trinity mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. So that's how many people's lives potentially are being touched still just by hearing about the church, you mm-hmm. know? So to think you started in a VFW. Yeah. 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 And and now, <laughs> as of, this is, what, February? When did we move into the... Yeah, February 9th. 9th. Okay, yeah. so uh, then it trans... Um, it, you guys went from the VFW to the school? Or? Actually, we went to Clearview Middle School. Okay. And um, they weren't real um, excited about us being there. And so, and it just wasn't a good fit. So with them and with us. And it, so uh, JMT, they were more than happy to have us. And, and just our relationship with them was such a blessing to them and to us. You know, it benefited them financially and it benefited, obviously, us. And then... Um, us being able to rent the point where we had our offices mm-hmm. and youth met. Youth, yeah. So God just had it all laid out perfectly. <clears throat> the fact that they were both on the same same street. Yeah. Yeah, so um, actually in the, I think the superintendent at the time was a Christian overseeing JMT. Okay. <clears throat> so that had a lot Probably. to do with it, I think. More than, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Right. Um, but that is but no there's yeah. no coincidences God there. Just yeah. Opens doors. Yeah. yeah. He makes a way and, and then doors. Collingswood is your remote location, right? Yeah. So and that was gifted to True um, North or the church on Reeves Avenue. Was, oh yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we redid a church. It was um yeah, it was actually the pastor really felt led that he was supposed to give us the church because if they closed it, it would have just been boarded up and and the small congregation that was left there at the time really wanted a work of God to continue in that area so they knew what we were doing and they um he just felt like God led him to give us that building so that is pretty incredible so we use that for offices and crews and meetings and other like um we've had funerals there and weddings there and so we use that often but on Sundays we meet in Collingswood middle school yeah that's awesome yeah and now you the, you purchase land and you have a standalone building yeah. and it is beautiful. In Mellican, and, New Jersey, on yes, Aura Street, Aura, Aura, Aura Street, Road. yeah, yeah. Um, Aura Road. Yeah. And it was it was pretty cool. That first Sunday was like, yeah. wow, yeah. I think just watching the entire transition of the building coming about, mm-hmm. you could just see and feel like the excitement, the love throughout the entire mm-hmm. process with everybody. Yeah. You know, it was just like in Jesse, your son on stage was just like, it's in God's hands. Like this is all taking, it was just, yeah. oh my God. And then the excitement for that day when it was yeah. opening. It was crazy. Oh yeah, it was. I cried. My <laughs> first oh, one, I no, was in tears. I was in the very far left top hand corner, corner seat. There was only yeah. one seat left. And I was up there by myself. My husband was um, away for work, and I put the kids in the room, and I went up there, and I bawled the entire, Aww. the entire um, my service. My husband and I came up the street, and we were had the whole street was lined with cars. I know. And I knew how big the parking lot was, and he was like, "I think I got to park out here in the street." I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I can't crazy. believe That's it!" That's how big of an impact you guys have made. I've been only going uh, two years. It'll be uh, this this month. It's two years. I have wow. to find out the date. Yeah. And to see the private messages that I get, you know, like, what are these stories? Where's this church? Like, and then people even say, like, you're going to True North? Oh, my That's goodness. Awesome. Like, I want to yeah. go, too. And mm-hmm. there's so many people that have showed up in my life just through the church through the and church. then through me posting. And 
it's just, it's amazing what the Lord does. The guy who was washing my car yesterday pointed at the sticker, and uh, mm-hmm. I speak Spanish, and he, he said, you know, what is mm-hmm. this? And I said, oh, it's my church. And I realized in that moment that he didn't. Okay. And I very, like, I sometimes when I don't use it, I get a little intimidated yeah. to speak. And I spoke to him in Spanish. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, and I was like, wow. Like, because, and in those moments, I'm like, oh, I was, he was, I was supposed to come here. He's yes. supposed to see yes. that. Yes. Where before, I think, you know, maybe probably five years ago, that Amy might not have. That one might have been like, hmm. Yeah. No, I'm supposed to, you know, it's almost <laughs> like, like, like the, the. The bad teenager that's like, mm, you know, should I, shouldn't I, you know, yeah. like, it, it, and it's in those moments that it's, it, it is a pride, but it is also like, they see the joy. And when you said that earlier, it summed up why people are drawn to you. You probably don't, even, you're very humble, which is, very. you know, obviously why some people are like attracted to you, but that's what I'm getting at. You're like, but it's just me being excited about God. I'm like, and that sums up true North. And I've said that, and I've done a video and I said, I remember driving to the, the Christmas Eve service when I Eve Eve service at the one on when it was raining. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'm like, these us. guys are really excited about Jesus. I really because I thought about turning around, you yeah, know, because yeah. it was it was a mess. That yeah, <laughs> but it was awesome, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. So it's it's definitely exciting to see yeah. for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, really, uh, honestly, when you really get to know the Lord, how can you not be passionate? You know, I don't. I don't yeah, know, you know, it's just. People just don't understand, like Paul said in his most of his letters, he wished people could really comprehend the love of God, you know, and how much he loves us each individually, not just corporately as the church. And he's not distant. He's very intimate and involved in every detail. And so when you really recognize who God is, it's it's hard not to get passionate about that. Yeah, you know? so, I, oh, I agree. And, and I, I do. That's how I live my life, too. I, I live yeah. through him and do my best that I can to walk alongside and be a good example of, you know, this is, I'm trying to live as close as I can to Jesus. Yeah. Do I make mistakes every day? Sure. Yeah. 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 Like, especially on 295. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I actually, because I do my morning devotions and I drive to the gym and I'm like literally 10 minutes later, I'm like, "Mm," you know, (laughs) but yeah. So I think, have you always had this faith? Like, is there, like, when you were growing up, were were you just... Um, my mom actually led me to the Lord when I was six. And when I say led me to the Lord, she explained the basic gospel, you know, Mm -hmm. just that Jesus died for my sins and that, well, she sort of said it this way, that if I wanted to go to heaven, I had to accept Jesus, you know, I don't know. So if I don't know if I uh, received the Lord, we talk about this sometimes from a fear based (laughs) mentality or love based. And I think I had to work that out a little bit as I grew up because I think it was a little bit more on the fear based. But anyway, I honestly, I got up the next morning as a as a young child. I think I was six years old. I really had the assurance that I I was God's child. You know what I mean? I remember going out the next morning and sitting on my little red tractor. We had this little red tractor, <laughs> and I said I was sitting in my yard on that. And then our neighbors came over, the neighbor kids, and I remember them telling them about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I did love the Lord all through my childhood and everything and teen years, but. I was in a traditional church, and it it was, as a teenager, it got very boring. And so when I went to I went to college, I went to a secular school, and I re- made a recommitment to my life to the Lord um, in college because there were kids there that were incredibly passionate and excited about Jesus, and so relit <clears throat> your fire. Yeah, it did, and and but I also said I said they have something I don't know about. There's something mm-hmm. different, and um, 
they've really led me through the book of Acts and taught me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I had never heard about that. Uh, we, none of the, I had never seen any spiritual gifts in operation. Really didn't know anything about them. And so, uh, and these, these young adults, they talked about Jesus like he was their best friend. And I was like, oh, my word. I've been growing up in church my whole life. I've never heard people actually talk about yes, Jesus, you know, right. personally, in mm -hmm. a personal way. And um, so when they shared with me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and, and then I just started growing and learning so much. I went to a Pen They took me to a Pentecostal church in Brooklyn. Oh, um, Yeah, fun. it was so exciting. Yeah. I, I just learned so much. I said I went to college for a spiritual education, and on the side, I got my nursing degree. So, <laughs> well, that's fantastic. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, so that's sort of where my fire started. And, um, well, I also went to college, of course, to find a husband. And <laughs> but anyway, God is good. And, and when I came home, I, I actually, my grandfather was the pastor of a Methodist church for 20 years oh, of wow. my life. Mm -hmm. So when I came home, I, I just couldn't go back there. I couldn't, you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. Had, so I had to. I do I know what you mean. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think you have to go where God's leading you and where you can. Absolutely. Where, you're at, you where you can continue to grow. Yes. So yes. I came home and I didn't go back to the family church. Um, I looked for a church plant. I looked for anything where there was people who were passionate for Jesus and knew about the things I had just learned about. And so I found a small church plant and my husband was greeting at the door and, uh, so he, he always jokes about, yeah, if you want to find your spouse, greet at yeah. the door. Because um, <laughs> you'll be the first, you'll be the so first one to see I've heard him say that, how he was scoping out the <laughs> yes, prospects. Yeah, I, I did speak one time yeah. when I was there. Yeah. So anyway, He's very so that's funny, where yes. I met my husband. So anyway, and, and, and his heart and mine sort of have always been the same. We're, we were sort of running the same in the same direction. And so um, it's been a fun adventure, you know, because our heart's desire was to share Christ with people and then raising children with that same heart we just mm -hmm. wanted to raise yeah. our kids that same way it's so, so interesting you know um, the three of us have had conversations about um our own individual faith right mm -hmm. and interestingly enough all three of us from childhood mm -hmm. had you know strong mm -hmm. faith yeah. and had been to church had in people in our life who influenced influenced us yeah and all three of us had a period of time where we were distant right and right. i don't know if you know this but amy and i actually have been friends for a very long time mm -hmm. our sons were first grade friends okay. yeah but we weren't we'd never ever talk no about God. Yeah. Yeah. no yeah. ever yeah. we got together with our husbands um we had dinner parties and all kinds of fun right um and yes <laughs> she didn't know that i had been always in a baptist church um mm -hmm. previously when i lived on long beach island that i was in a church where there were um baptism of the holy spirit like all of those things right Actually, I led a women's Bible study at one point. But then things in my life got a little crazy and hectic, and I really moved away from my yeah, faith. Yeah. It was always in my mind. I knew it was missing. I knew I'd have to revisit it. Yeah. I knew he would call me back at some point. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know when. Yeah. And yeah. then Amy wound up at True North mm -hmm. Church and invited mm -hmm. us to go for Christmas Eve Eve. And when I went to that service, my husband is Catholic, mm -hmm. um, and he, has, he loves True North Church, too. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's great. He was very. He was an altar boy. Yeah, yeah. He went to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Very conservative, mm -hmm. right? So him and I, and we got married in a Methodist church because it was middle ground. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so when yeah. first time we went to True North Church was because Amy invited us, and I felt home. Mm -hmm. I felt like mm -hmm. this: mm -hmm. the music, the message, the vibe, 
everything to me was very familiar. My husband was like, what is going <laughs> on? People's hands are in the air, you know, and that's why I feel like the Catholic Church, like kneel now, sit now, say what now. So it was it opened up a conversation for us. Oh, that's good. Where yeah. we both knew we believed in God, we both knew we prayed, but it wasn't a part of our communication with each other. It's something we're still working on now. Yeah. But what a difference that made in our relationship. You and right. I, Amy. Absolutely. It changed everything for us. Mm-hmm. It became deeper, more meaningful. And then we had Tara come into our lives, and she had such a strong, incredible faith, too. So it's just, I just share that with you because I wanted you to understand how yeah, yeah. the church that you guys have created has changed lives and relationships. All so over. Yeah. We did, I didn't even know that they went to True North, <laughs> no. but I was going there. So we never saw each other there. Yeah, that's possible. (laughs) Yes. 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 And when we finally, you know, came together and, you know, met one another in the way that we came about, which there's another podcast on that. Yeah. um, To know that we were all at the same church. And Mm -hmm. then the first women's, like, event, whatever, that was almost two years ago. That's when we finally made us. Yes. And I think sometimes people think, well, Amy's marriage was falling apart. Of course, she found God. Yeah, yeah. Right? It saved her marriage, so she need you know. Yeah. And they might think that, oh, now I'm into that because Amy's into that, right? Yeah. But I don't think they understand that individually, the three of us were on our mm-hmm. own. God had his hand on each of us. Absolutely. As little girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's just. Yeah, and I think free will, and I think, you know, it, it, we you know, there's two voices that you can hear, and, and I think going through life, I always felt God pulling me. And yes. like I said earlier, I was, you know, resisting and not for anything other than I, I think I, I mm-hmm. was afraid of when I commit myself to Jesus, what I was going to lose mm-hmm. without realizing what I actually gained. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. so, it, it's a fear, it's a control thing. I mm-hmm. like to, you know, I like to control things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Without that, like, though, Amy, I don't know if yeah. we have what we have if you didn't have With that. my spreadsheet, yeah. like a good spreadsheet. We're grateful for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just remind yes. yourself of that when you get the text yes. messages from me. Hey, guys. <laughs> Whenever it's, hey, guys. It's usually followed by, I sent you something. Um, but, yeah, and I think that's an important part of, you know, a faith story is, you know, really yes. listening to that voice yeah. that you were able to tune into six and hold on to it, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, is a, is a gift. And then yeah. evolve and grow into your yes. own spirituality. Cause it was introduced to me. Um, I went to Presbyterian church with my grandmother when I was very little, but then I, it was, you know, I accepted Christ as my savior when I was 13 years old, mm-hmm. 14, I was 14 years old. Um, but then you grow up into being an adult and you're like, well, I don't know. Was that right. really like, I think you have to grow back into it fully yeah. As an adult, mature person. Mm, no, I definitely you know? believe that. That's why, like I said, when I was 19, I think I had like an adult, you know, yes. commitment, recommitment. Because um, I was floundering as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then I made that adult commitment. It's it's interesting, though, isn't it? That I feel like when you do make a decision, even as a child, I feel like God never lets go of oh, you. No, oh, never. You know? never. Oh, no. I saved my yeah. life. Oh, yeah. life's been saved. <laughs> I've been oh, picked yes. up and transplanted and moved out of horrible situations, put in incredible situations. Yes. It was God literally oh, moving seriously. me. Seriously. Seriously. Yes. If I could go back now to know how many times the Lord truly did show up in my life, oh, my like, it's mind-blowing. We, at growing mm-hmm. up, my dad loved to move around to a lot of different churches because mm. we moved around a lot. Like, we yeah. went to a different church all the time. Mm-hmm. So nothing ever felt home to me. Yeah. Although I knew about the Lord, 
I just didn't, you know, know where I was belonged in that mm-hmm. space. So, of course, I went mm-hmm. through, you know, had my daughter, Alicia, at an early age. I, you know, skipped that entire many years of church. And when I had met my husband, which, again, if you, when you read my book, it is truly the Lord where he put me that day to meet him. My husband never grew up with any type of religion. And I knew when we moved from PA to New Jersey that there was a calling. Mm-hmm. I literally walked into several different churches and never felt it. I never went into the service. I just walked mm-hmm. in to see the church without wow. a service. Because wow. if I felt it walking in with nothing there, then I knew. So eventually That's it was introduced to me through um, one of the Kinners. My daughter mm-hmm. Alicia uh, dates Trace Kinner. Okay. And they, the family had in, you know, invited me one day. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. You know, I'll just go. And um, I fell in love with it, and it felt just like pillow. Because it was like home. I wanted the lights, the singing. I wanted that that spirit Joy. to speak to me. Mm. And I invited my husband several times, but he wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. And I remember um, he actually brought up True North Church mm-hmm. to me before I even went with the Kinners because he knew of Amy before I knew of Amy mm-hmm. through the weightlifting and you know the gym, and. Her story had come out, and it was when I was going to church, but he wasn't going yet. And he was like, "You have to see this woman, like see her story." And that's kind of how I eventually, yes, reached out to Amy. But one day I'm standing in church, and it was just me, Raylan, um, and I want to say it was Charlie at the time when we were getting our foster son, Mm -hmm. and Alicia said she was coming a little later, and this always chokes me up every time, but. My husband walked in and surprised me, and he hasn't stopped going since then. So Aww. it was like, and he doesn't know, he didn't know anything about the Lord. He had no background wow. in it whatsoever, and he just Sometimes truly loves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And don't you remember the other yeah. day? I was standing there with yeah. you at the wall, and we were talking, and who surprised me again? My husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got off work early, and he came and surprised me because it was his Aww. first day coming to the new location, and it was the second service. Yeah. Second or third, mm-hmm. and he surprised me, and it's just like, it's just like, oh my, like a reminder every time, like. Aww. It's just, it has been truly amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and if we, you know, seeing what we're doing here, had I not walked into True North, had I not met George, had I not, no. So think about that, like that little seed you planted in 2006 and now it's, you know, and I see it too, like. Just to see, this is like a 1% of what you have started, you know, in your family. Yeah. It's a real awakening going. There this is. area. I love that word. Yeah, waking up. I pray that all the time. There really is. You can just oh, see absolutely. it. When I pulled up the first day at the new building, mm-hmm. I was like, look at all these people. Mm-hmm. Because when you walk into True North, you're just getting fed spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the music. It's and a, good coffee. It's a Bible-based. <laughs> and really good coffee. And yeah. 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 But everybody's there for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, the coffee is great. Yes, right. you hug yeah. people. Yeah. Yes, there's a ha- lot of happiness going on. But it's what happens the with the music. Yes. It is. Yeah. And, it, and you just feel it's it palpable. and you just know it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's incredible my, to see. My friend moved away and she um, came back this weekend and she came to church and she she whispered in my ear and she was like, you know, there's not another church like this. <laughs> it was like, she's like, this is special because they moved to yeah. the south and they are looking for, you know, yeah. and they had moved away. And, she, and I, and I it, it, in that moment, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I know. Because I moved here 15 years ago, and I was raised Lutheran, and I did go, you know, I looked and looked for churches, and then I kind of stopped, and it was definitely different for me, mm-hmm. walking into True North, I'm like, mm-hmm. why are their hands raised, why, you know, like, and, and 
honestly, five years ago, if you would have told me that I would have been the first one up there with <laughs> praising, you know, I'd have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, and now I think that seeing the the growth and the awesome things that God is doing is is really amazing. It, yeah. it and and I think. It's yeah, every time. Don't, don't have a tissue up your nose while I take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever follows I'm us on Instagram, yeah. like crying because I just I feel like in the moment right now. Like I feel like I've been waiting for this moment with all of us, you know. Mm. And then to you know, I was so excited to know that Amy had reached out to ask you to be here. And oh, oh my goodness, it's just I don't know. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling yeah, this. Yeah, and I think it's important right now, for time. people to hear that it was 2006 yes. and that you were patient. Oh, and and faithful. And, and faithful. Wait, and wait, we we like I said, we had this dreams really planted. It was a seed when we were in our twenties. Twenty, so I was. 49. I didn't want to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to. So I was trying to avoid that. But if you want to, yeah. No, but no, I think it's important yeah. for people to know that. I think because I don't want people to get discouraged in the there's seasons. That's why I said there's seasons. Oh, for sure. For everything that God has planted in your heart. And if he's planted it there and there's a long season of, um, of planting and sowing and tending and, and nurturing that seed, it's still going to come to fruition. But who knows when? And right. That, and that's just a trusting God. That's part of just trusting God in the journey. Um, <clears throat> God knew, I think, that um, my season to raise the eight children and raise them in the ways of the Lord and, and all that, that was super important. Mm-hmm. So that was... I, I don't know, just God's timing in everything for anyone that has a dream. And um, mm. if you're a young mom at home yes. right now, like with little ones, to me, there's no higher calling than that. And that's a season. If you have other dreams and <clears throat> desires, there'll be a season for that. Right. You know? But um, if your little ones, I just want to encourage moms. I just felt that strong in my heart this morning when I was praying for that, this today, that um, just to encourage, I needed validation when I was a young mom that it was a value, that it was important. Oh, yes. And that there was incredible purpose and value yes. in, mother, yes. in motherhood. Yes, society, we've touched on this in a previous episode. Why is it looked down on for a woman to say, I think it was Michelle Dunk who said, yeah. my mission I knew was to be a wonderful mother and to raise two human beings. Yeah. And yeah. why is that looked at, oh, you're just a stay-at-home mom, you're just raising your There's children. There's nothing just about no. it. No. no. Yes, exactly. There's no. really no higher calling, honestly, and... Because it's a godly perspective, and so if you look at what the how the world values things, mm-hmm. it's at the bottom of the list. Yes. But honestly, the kingdom of God is a flip flop kingdom, and in God in God's kingdom, that's at the top. Mm-hmm. You know how you how you love your husband and raise your children is a, a, the ultimate priority. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. then everything else comes under that. But I think a lot of times, you know, um, children are a distraction. Um, they're not a distraction from what is important. <clears throat> you know, Pete, the world wants to tell you they're just a distraction from what's really important. Yeah. And they're not. They're they're what's really important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? And yes. so um, I just want to encourage any young moms that might be listening. That yeah. Thank you for saying yeah. that because I feel like that showed up for all of us when we were. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And now for me, that chapter is kind of, I only have one yeah. part-time child left at home. And mm-hmm. so it's this season of, well, if I'm not a mom... And running my schedule around my children, who am I? Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's this interesting phase of life now, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's always these different seasons. It's a season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. and grandbabies. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm getting text messages. I'm yeah. recording right now from my son. Yeah. Because my newest grandbaby, River, is going. If he doesn't come by Sunday, they're going to do an induction. Oh, so. yeah. Super for that. Yep. Yay. Yep. Awesome. Interesting right, well, perspective. Thank you. Um, if anybody wants to find out more information, they can go to, is it True North? Dot cc for the website. This will all be in the show information, mm-hmm. um, and then on Instagram is True North. Instagram. Yeah, I oh, love your so Instagram. Yeah. yeah, whoever it's does so your Instagram yeah. page, love it. I share stuff all yeah, the time on my stories. <laughs> um, yeah, and and then so it's True North, right? Mm-hmm. True North Church or True it's North? True just, just True yeah, North. Just okay. True. Yep, and that'll all be in the show notes. Yep. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank yeah. you for just being here with us, sitting. I mean, it just it feels truly amazing having you here. Love you. Yes. Okay. So I'm up for the the do good story today, and this one is close to my heart. So we all know that I love to read, and I'm a book nerd, right? Mm-hmm. So fun fun fact after this. Um, my family hates my fun facts, by the way. Um, just <laughs> warning you all. Yeah, okay, good. When a 13-year-old boy book lover started being bullied at school for his Instagram book account, book enthusiasts, some very high-profile ones, rushed to support support him. Callum Manning had just started a new school in South Shields when fellow students started making fun of him for his Instagram account, which reviews some of the books he has read. Awesome. <laughs> the cruel mocking took place in a group chat. Callum's mother, Carla Landreth, her, her son was devastated reading the messages on the group chat after school on Friday. Typical messages described him as a sad weirdo because of his passion for books. Even though Callum could see the messages, he was blocked from responding, which his mother said made things even much worse. Mm-hmm. Shocked at how awful kids are, Callum's sister said, tweeted about the incident. My little brothers made an Instagram account reviewing and talking about books, and kids in his new school have seen it and created a group chat calling him a creep, slagging him off about it, and added him to it so he could see, she wrote. The post went viral, attracting the attention of book lovers and bookstores all over. The online response has been overwhelmingly positive, with bookstores and authors sending him encouraging messages and offers for free books of his choice. Big Green Bookshop, Waterstone Gatehead, Matt Haig, S.J. Watson... Shakespeare's Globe. These are all people that are sending him stuff. Yeah. Um, so I did. I went and followed him um, because I'm a book nerd, and I was like, I'd "Hey, love listen, to yeah, because yeah. I'm a so book I, nerd yeah. now. Yeah. Audible, yeah, <laughs> but I'm a book right. nerd, exactly." Yeah. So you know, unfortunately, this stuff happens so much, especially oh, yeah. with technology, and and it's it's pretty ruthless. So it's as much as I'm sure this helped him. You know, I think the bigger picture is is that. We really need to try to encourage people to stay in their weirdness. We've talked about this as we get into middle school, and I'm kind of dealing with this on the home front as well. Like, yes, you know, it's okay to be different, and I kind of wish I had that maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. as a younger child. And and then the good that comes out of it, meaning, like, how people can rally around you and show you that it's okay. Your people are out there. Yes, exactly. They absolutely. are out there yeah. and just hang yeah. in there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You, will, you will find them yeah. and you will attract them. I'll put them. his Instagram. Yeah, put his Instagram on the screen. Yep, I will. Yep. yep. All right, so All right. then we always move into a segment where we'd love for you to play along with us, Pastor Joanne, where we either say something that we are very grateful for currently or we say a way that we are loving on ourselves or expressing self-love to ourselves. So, um, You want to go first? Or sure, I, mean, okay. I will go 
first. So I think I touched on this earlier. So it's my recommitment to my physical fitness and accepting that that looks very different right now. Um, but it will look very different six months from now. Yes. Mm -hmm. So not just the physical game, but as Amy touched on, the whole mental part of that when you're coming back from something. Mm -hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm deep diving into that, and I feel like that's how I'm in my self-love mode right now. So, Well, I have to share, and I've probably shared this before. We all know that I love to talk about when I'm in the shower. Everything comes to me when <laughs> I'm in the shower. Shower or the sauna. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my husband and I will write, like, you know, I'll write, um, God is good, God is great, like just messages, we'll love on each other. R lately, I have been saying my prayers at night in there, and I'll like just brush off the day, like off my arms, off my legs, let the water run, and then I will just say my prayers, and I'll ask him to allow things to come to me, to show up, and then I'll do like a little bit of like a meditation just to like end it, and it is powerful. It is so powerful. I cannot believe the things that are showing up cool. and the messages that are showing up. And it's just beautiful. So if anybody ever has trouble, because when I get into the bed, I'm like, I start to pray and then I'm like falling asleep. And then I'm like, uh-oh, I don't know yeah. if I remembered if I prayed yes. fully. Yeah. I do it in the shower. It's amazing. It is truly amazing. So if anybody can do it. Open. You're asking I'm to asking to be open. Yeah, yes. Exactly. I'm wiping all negativity yeah. of the day off and I'm just receiving all goodness and God, it is good. When I had little ones like you, I and that is my time away too. So I just I admire you so much, Tara. The way you talk about how you manage mothering and still yeah. being you and keeping your mind right. You know, yeah. thank I you. I really, Amy and I both felt the it's same. Not way. always we were, like, like that. There are days, yeah. Kids a lot of times, you know, mm. that's why you have to get out there and do your work because mamas need to hear these techniques and tips. I just had this feeling over me just <clears throat> sharing that too that was just really weird I, I think you, everybody was in this yeah, room right now, now. Wow. Yeah, me up. Okay. Yeah. I'm listening to you because it's very powerful because a young a mom with so many children and so mm. many needs that have to be met to be able to take that time for yourself like that and to talk to God and be open and brush the day off I didn't yeah. learn those skills until my kids were teenagers and I was desperate <laughs> yeah so yeah. it's I have just to say amazing it's, it's from a lot of spreading the love and being around so many incredible women like taking bits and pieces and learning what yeah, they we're very do lucky. Mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. if it fits yes. into my life and I'm attracted to it mm -hmm. I'm gonna implement it in some way so all this I didn't come up with. Like it's learned from different mm. people that we've met, even sitting here on this couch. Oh, and yeah. it's just yeah. the past couple of weeks have been very powerful. Yes. Very These, powerful. Yeah. Yes. If we've had some. Comes to true if I could sit here twenty four seven on this couch, yes. Yes. come hug us and come sit with yes. us because yes. you can sit with us. Yes, yeah. you can. If you don't have people like this in your life. They're out there. They're yeah. Right well, any, God is welcome. good, man. Yeah. God is truly, truly amazing. Mm. Um, well, I'm incredibly like we were talking about the church. I'm incredibly blown away by what God's doing you know I mean what he did at this school was one thing but since we've opened the building it's just like quadrupled and uh, the amount of people that are coming to know Christ and growing in their relationship is amazing so <clears throat> can't be thankful enough for that and um, one thing I do for myself when I'm not have a super active day with grandchildren, because I think that counts as physical, as physical yes. 25, yes. 25 yes. Yes. <laughs> So when I'm not doing that and I have a slower day, I love to do Pilates. And I follow, oh, I follow wow. a girl uh, named Robin Long, and she's on the beach in California, and she does all her workouts on the beach. And so, and they're great because they're between 20 minutes, around Ooh. 20 minutes. But I really feel like I get a good workout in, and I can do it at home. I can do it around my own schedule. And so I, I love, love that. I do too. Yeah. I love it. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> hard. Yeah. 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 So that's my treat to try to get that 20 minutes in mm -hmm. when I can. 
Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I think I'm just, this week, I'm super grateful for my team at Red Panda. They, it's the energy's been so good in the, in the gym and they really, um, I just really appreciate all of them and, and they've been awesome getting yeah, me ready for this. And you. yeah, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of weeks and, um, I just, I really am grateful for everyone that does go to that gym and I really can't say it enough. So I think you feel more at peace leaving this time too. Yes. I think the first time you had to travel for a competition for yourself and you were leaving the gym, you were very, yes. So to see, I, I'm in your uh, Facebook group and I see them all kind of like, don't worry, we've yeah. got you. Yeah. The gym's yes. going to yes. run fine. Yeah. So to know you've built that yeah. kind of support yes. system. A true amazing. team for sure. Yes. They all, they all, it's a family though. Yeah. You walk in there and you just feel like, hello, I'm home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Are you good? Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you would like to stay in contact with us, you can find us on our Instagram page at Inspired Purpose Coaching, or you can find us on Facebook at Inspired Purpose Coaching as well. Or you can reach out to us via email, inspiredpurposecoaching at gmail.com. And if you like what we've been up to here on the Inspired Purpose Podcast and you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to hit subscribe, uh, give us a five-star review, and any podcast love that you want to give us, um, we appreciate it. Let's Let's rise together. together.